Welcome to episode 134 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. To episode one three four of I'm I am talk. You balls that up when I wasn't here, didn't you? <laughs> did I? Yeah, last oh, week. I? Yeah. Oh, jeepers! I need to sharpen up, don't I? We've coach Sean Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? I'm bloody good, and yourself? Yeah, I'm bloody good, mate. I'm bloody good too. Why are you yeah. bloody good? Um, house might be sold. Oh, oh he's actually got cards. his phone on today, and he said, "Look, Bevan, I'm leaving the phone on today." Oh, yeah. Any goes. news is good news, maybe. Exactly. So. Or bad news. <laughs> Well, yeah. Finds out tonight, don't you? Yep. Oh, five o'clock, is it? You know, at five. End of business. Yeah. Oh, game on. This week's show is proudly brought to you by coffeesofhawaii.com. Just start thinking about Christmas time, team, when it comes to coffees of Hawaii. We'll talk about that later on. And remember, discount code IMTALK. Trybuys.com. Uh, get on there. We've got another newsletter from them. So if you're not signed up for a newsletter, get the newsletter because you get some great deals and newsletters. Yeah. And athlinks.com. Social networking for endurance athletes for all your results and tracking needs. So, it's a big week this week, because we've got a bit of news. There's been some big news happening while we've been away, isn't there? A few races, a bit of gossip. Yeah, a bit of gossip, all right. Age group of the week, we've got website of the week. Coach's Corner, you've done your P's, haven't you? I have, part this two. This is probably one of your best P weeks ever. It is, part two of the First Timers uh, Super Special oh, on Training it. for the Swim. Training for the Swim, nice. And then we've got some questions and answers at the end, so we're going to get straight into it. We had a few races over the weekend. We chose to go. <laughs> so I, there, I chose. It was an Ironman in Florida, and John put that as the last event we're going to cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we do yeah. still love Ironman, but we're going to go to the Great Floridian first. And it's also chronologically ordered. Oh, of course. That's why you did it. That's, yeah. that's why I did it. Uh, the Great Floridian was a weekend before last. Uh, we had our reporter on the spot. Um, Who was that? Flip, my man Flip. Oh, he Flip, that's finished, a great name. Where'd he finish? He finished 18th, Philip Hugo. So uh, he just sent us a few details. He is, yeah. Yep. Um, Apparently, first out of the swimmer here. First out of the swimmer. Hey, nice work. Nice. I did my piece too, mate. Yeah. Vladimir Figari from Peru took you, the race out. Did you do some piece on that as well? No, Vladimir's a cool name. Yeah, that is a cool name, yeah. isn't it? But you, did, you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was, apparently, it was his first uh, iron distance race, maybe even his first triathlon, I think. Wow. Uh, a former duathlete from Peru. So okay. it was pretty impressive that he uh, nailed that out. He did 9.19.25, winning by about nine minutes. Was they had the, swims, the times of the swim were a bit ballsed up. They sort of got seemed to have two times together, but it looked like he was... Fairly slow in the swimming Yeah, it was like 108 if you're going to base it on the double of the times. Yeah, and then five hours on the bike. Maybe they came out of the water. They did come out of the water. Oh, okay, that's yeah. right, yeah. And a 307 swim, so a 307 run, so a nice race by him. Second place, Philippe Lorenz, and third was Shane Niemeyer. Uh, apparently the course down there in the Floridian is fairly tough. There's a couple of pictures up on slowtwitch.com uh, with the, if you go back you can do oh, search okay. by woman, um, there's a couple of pictures up on Slow Twitch uh, showing one of the oh, hills yeah, called, sure Sh- called Sugarloaf. Oh man, have a time, eh? <laughs> that would look like a pretty solid, look at uh, it. pretty solid straight up in front of you. 
But it sounds like a great race. You know, it's got a bit of rolling, but a flat few Look hills. Look at that! But I'd say that's a good three, probably 300 metres long, and that looks fairly good gradient. Oh, yeah. But it looks like nice, quiet roads. I don't know what the road surface is like, but um, it looks like nice, quiet country roads. Yeah, it looks quite beautiful, doesn't it? It's been around for a long time, the race. Um, so well done to um, um, our Peruvian. And then on the female side of things? Deborah Batigia? Nice, you're, on, you're nailing it today, mate. <laughs> I don't know if I am. Oh, you are too, we'll just say it. 41 years of age. Even that's an acceptable age? No, you know what? Annette and I are now good friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because on Athlinks we became friends. We have even had a hug. Oh, good. You know, and we respect each other. Yeah. And, you know, it's love out here, John. So, we, you know what? 41's young. It's a very, very pretty close race. Did you pass your 41-year-old? No comment. <laughs> um, 11 hours, 30 minutes. Very close to second, third, fourth. Um, Whoa, but third. Now, that's legendary. She was 50. Nice. Yeah, would you pass nice. your 50-year-old? No comment. <laughs> Julie Hyatt was second for 11.42. Third, nice. Joanna Turnercliffe, 11.43. awesome effort. And also fourth, 11.43 as well, was Brenda Harrington. So one minute Oh, nice. Less than a minute. No, covering. 20 seconds, 18 seconds between them. Yeah, but less than a minute between second and fourth. Oh, yeah, true. Fourth sucks. Oh, it does suck. Especially if you're 39 and you're getting beaten by a 50 year old. Oh, that, what's wrong with 50, John? <laughs> Nothing wrong with 50. <laughs> so, bloody good racing there. It obviously all came down to the run and people fading and picking it up, but. Um, it's good yeah. when you have races like this, eh? Because our sport does sometimes just have big gaps and to oh, get races where it's close. And it gives a really good bit of uh, atmosphere at the finish. And yep. um, no, good, on, good, good, good job, good job, Go, you guys. Great job, man. Great job. It's a great job. Okay, then what else are we having? Also got some news on the Great Floridian. Um, okay. It's a great race. It's got. It's called the Great, the great Race. Floridian, but they've got a special going <laughs> on. That they are get, winding back the clock. And they're going back to the uh, anybody who gets an early bird special entry, which yep. is I'm not sure what the date is, but if you go in now, they're basically going to be charging the same rate that they charged in the original um, wow. Great Floridian. So 200 bucks, 199 bucks. So that's less than half the entry fee charge for most branded um, WTC races. Hundred dollars less than the normal entry fee. So if you're looking for an iron distance race, now you have to get this done before the fifth of November today <laughs> oh yeah true the fourth, fourth. get it done tonight <laughs> it's only the third in America so. you know what I reckon if you write to them and you get this late say look I was listening to Iron Man talk I am talk <laughs> yeah and they said you know I'm sure they'll give you a deal I think they will you know so it's a great deal and these guys are you know trying to be you know what they good size numbers too I think they had three or four hundred competitors so it's I think it used to be a lot bigger oh really before all the North American uh, iron distance races started okay. popping up when there used to only be one or two I think it used to be a lot, big, lot bigger okay. so if you, have, you missed out on a race or you want to find a different challenge uh, get on there okay and then we had iron competitors so medal the battle to beach triathlon B B to B baby so uh, a new race, new iron distance race, had great numbers. They apparently they sold out uh, in the half and the full. I think they had five hundred um, approximately in both. So wow. you go, if you go to the website, it's called uh, beachtobattleship.com. They've actually got a really cool uh, promo. Oh, this one on in it. Germany, and it's got um, no, Olaf on it. No on promo. No oh. different one. It's in the states, uh, and obviously you must go from the beach when you finish. Well, because there's one, there's one that in Germany when I was over in Germany and. With he um, showed it to me and he had a video of it and it was Olaf going through the course, but it ended up in an army field. Oh, yeah, and cool. it was yeah, it was really cool. It was great. Okay. So with this one, uh, first time they've run it, 
We've just got some uh, some small results here of uh, k226.com. Yep, love it. If you're noticing any pauses here today, uh, uh, we're having a few technical issues. My computer's three years old. I always update my computer in three years. And uh, Mac, I bring, Apple will bring out a new iMac in about a month from now, so I'm holding off, but it gets a little bit painful sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, back to these results from the, the B2B. Yep. Um, in the first place, we had Bjarn Moller from the Netherlands, 847. Yeah, that's a good race, eh? That's solid. Where is this race again? It's somewhere in the States. I'm not quite sure exactly where. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, second place, Mike Coughlin <clears throat> from Canada, 921. No, I know the name. Him, Bevan. How do I know? Um, Mike was on Epic Camp in... Must have been about 2006, maybe, okay. in New Zealand. Absolutely smoked himself on the camp. Did he? He, uh, he was, Is he the one who I remember you talking about this guy and like you and Gordo was trying to the Gordo got him in the last ride or something stupid like that, eh? Yeah, well, I don't know if that was France or if that was this camp, but um, Gordo was sort of coming back and he had had a, like a, almost a year off, and Mike was just going for every KOM. He was just yeah. tacking on, and he was he was really punching way above his weight yeah. and uh, going to the limit. <laughs> he just ruined himself. Oh, really? For, for, for a good six months. Really? You know, and that's what Epic Camp can do for you if you, if you want to see how far did you really can go. I don't think he did in the oh, end. Oh, really? No. But, he, God, he went for it. It was quite entertaining. Um, and it took him a long time to get over it. So, um, But now he, he clearly has, and he finished second place. So. Yeah, it's just going to be happy with that. And 921, that's um, for him. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with that. It's a solid effort. Yeah. So he was second. Third place was uh, George Worrell from Goldsboro, 9.31. And the yep. girls' side of things, Bevan? Uh, you can say them. <laughs> Sarah or Sarah Tusi from Winston-Salem in 10.12. Rebecca Dewire from Hillsborough. I get Maggie Freeman. I live in Hillsborough. I do. Uh, 10.44. That's what it's kind of classified as. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then it's kind of no era, isn't it? It is. Yeah, no man's just tagged it on, didn't it? And Maggie Freeman in ten fifty six in third place. So sounds like you know full fields in both the short and the long. Um, good to see another event going ahead, and, and it's good to see they're putting a real professional looking race on. So Ironman Florida, we had Ironman Florida happening over the weekend, and uh, good old race from Bella. Yeah, sounded yeah. like pretty good conditions down there, and Bella, who's had multiple wins this year. We seem to think she may be five wins. It's her fifth time in Florida. Yeah. And I was um, commenting as we just recorded this before. <laughs> um, I think it might be her fifth win this year because she won uh, UK. Yeah. She won... Florida. She? Florida. <laughs> and said, so Brazil. Was it Brazil? Possibly. Um but I seem to think there's maybe five wins. We there. definitely had another one before, didn't we? Did <laughs> already? She did. She didn't win New Zealand, obviously. I mean, New Zealand. I think she got third, fourth, something like that. Yeah. There. She was seventh in Kona, um, but I know she's won a number. She's of had other. a big South, year. South Africa was another one yeah. she won. So it's been a big year this year. She's and, had a um, huge year, hasn't she? Yeah, a lot of wins and, and a successful huge year. Yeah, she's getting faster. You know, the fields aren't. Super strong yep. all the time, and uh, but she she's getting faster. That before nine oh seven here, yeah, and then in Switzerland, I think it was where she got second there. She went like eight fifty yep. four or something. Yep. So she she's not just is, is Bella a couple more years from here going to be up there. I think she can move up the bat, the the Kona rankings a bit. I don't think she's quite got what it takes to win Kona. Yeah, but um, 
I certainly think she's got it. She'd disagree with you, I think. Yeah, she, she would. I'm sure. She'd tell you too because she's a hard, hard woman was, or that, was, that was her first effort. At first, uh, I don't know, maybe her second effort in Kona this year. And to get seventh um, was good. Yeah. I think she can improve her swim a little bit. She can improve her bike a little bit, and she yeah. can improve her run a little bit. I think she's she got lots of years in front of her. Eh? Yeah, she's only 31. 31st birthday, winning on her 31st birthday oh, really? in Florida. Oh, so nice. Lovely that you knew that. Second place was Tamara Kotsalina. Oh, okay. Keep talking. And can you remember third? Third place, no, I can't. Okay, it was a little old person called... Little old person... Take Make a prediction while I'm getting this back up here. Uh, I reckon it was Jessica Jacobs, maybe. <laughs> Did you look at the screen? <laughs> yeah. So she came over 9.17. Apparently those two were track, had tracked Bella fairly closely at different stages during the race, but Bella was just nice and consistent all the way through and ended up winning by seven minutes, so... Good solid stuff. Okay, and on the guy's side of things, uh, good old Tom Evans took it out. Caned it. 40. 40. They made a big deal about that when he when he won, winning the race age 40. Well, I think they probably should. Is, is, would that be a first? Um, it may be. I'm not quite sure. Maybe uh, when Dave came back. He, yeah, he, Kona, did, he didn't, didn't he? win. He got second in Kona. At he didn't do any other races, did no, he? No, no. So, man, impressive performance at... 8.07, the fast time, no matter what course you do it on. You know what's amazing? What? He rode faster than Tourborn. I know. He rode with him and then he rode away from him. Wow. Um, but the course record prior to ye- yesterday was, I believe they were saying 8.21 or, or there thereabouts. So to break the course record by 14 minutes, I don't know if they've made any course changes. Um, I don't think they have, but if they haven't, um, that's impressive because there's been some good guys who have gone to win... Um, Florida in the past, you've had guys like Marino Van Honecker, yep. um, guys who've been top, top guys in Kona winning it, so very impressive, you know, good steady swim, 48 minutes, 4.18 on the steady bike. Steady swim, that's pretty fast, isn't it? No, it's, it's good. What's yeah. a fast swim? 45. Oh. Yeah, 4.18 on the bike. 4.18, that's fast. It is, and, and often you find with, with Florida, because there's so much drafting, the age groupers often do very, very fast times, and the yeah. second tier pros, but these guys are out the front, and they're riding by themselves, yeah. so there is no advantage, there's no drafting. He might have been riding with Tourborn for a little bit, but uh, hey, he, he rode off the front, and then he just nailed it with a fairly steady run, 2.57. was fast out of the office, so if you if you got sub nine, you're 21st. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's always fast there, and, and as I said, you know the the packs do form, but the guys that are off the front, then they, they haven't got a pack. So yeah. impressive. He looked like a, a 1970s porn star out there. Did he? Uh, he came across. I, I watched probably the last five minutes of live coverage. Boom, boom. He had uh, the white Adidas um, headband on. He had like the aviator glasses. He had some terrible tri suit with it fully zipped down to the waist. Oh, so his good chest stuff. Is, uh, it was a shock out. <laughs> oh, he's bringing it back because he's a little bit older. He remembers those days, you he see. He does. Uh, I wonder if Tilbourne would be disappointed in that race. It's a pretty solid race for him, but well, well, he, he probably went into it thinking he was easily the favourite. Yeah, but he's backing up from Kona. Yeah, um, true. So he had a uh, poor race. Well, he, he faded on the run in Kona. So I think, thought that was good. He maybe just was looking for a bit of a paycheck and um, you know, didn't run well. He, he ran okay, 3.03, but he can run better than that. Um, so good race by him. But great race as well by Petra Vibusic yeah. uh, in third place. I'm pretty sure he wrote, would have raced Kona. Um, and 8.23, you know, as we said, race record was about 8.21. Yep. Only just off it, and he came home with the second fastest run at 2.55, and he would have you got to respect this guy, eh? Oh, hey? oh, you know, you got great. so much. Oh, he just continuously races. Yeah. You know? So good for him. That'll be probably his best race of the season. He'll be down at Kona. I mean, down in Monaco, won't he? Yep, yep, yeah. I believe he's coming back. So, <laughs> Good racing in Florida. Hopefully all you guys that raced uh, had uh, a good finish to your season. Coming up this weekend, we've got the big silver man. 
got sorry, I've got some gossip for how Give me some gossip. Got some gossip on Florida. I was speaking to a guy that I coached that nailed it. Nailed it. Um, His, we'll call him the Hammer. The Hammer. Yeah. The Hammer Nail. Yep. He knows who it is, Craig, Craig the Hammer. Hammer. And he was telling me apparently people were saying after the race that somebody was wearing fins, flippers in the swim. <gasps> and uh, he was nailing it away. And apparently people were yelling out to like some officials in yeah. the swim, and they came over. And when they came over, he kind of kicked the foot flippers off and swam away. And they couldn't find him. <laughs> apparently, I don't know. That was as much of the story as he knew. Well, I suppose you could get away with it because you haven't got a cap on. No. And you swim away, they're going to lose you pretty quickly, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And the, you know they're not going to sit there and follow you. But let's game. back it up. What a talk! I know. You know, like. <laughs> What are you thinking? If you you know if you're just trying to finish the race, you, you just how can you look yourself in the mirror and go, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm an Iron Man? You go, well, I'm, an Iron Man I'm not fins. really. Yeah, <laughs> really. So, so that was, what, uh, what are you thinking when you're doing that? That's the kind of thing you do when you're a schoolboy, saying you try yeah. to get away with it at the yeah. school sports for a bit of a joke. But uh, wow. that was interesting. So that was one bit of gossip. And then the other one was the, the guy that I coached, Craig, who nailed it in his first Ironman. Yeah, um, he was running along for a bit, and you know, in your race numbers, you've got your name on there. Yeah. He was running behind somebody. And his name was Newsom. Oh, with an E. With an E. There you go. Hey, <laughs> well, there you go. So. Newsom with an E. There we go. Well, we've got Silverman coming up this weekend. And Silverman is a big race in the triathlon calendar. It's uh, been a big race in America for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, it's a few years old now. Um, I'm not sure if they've got Dave Scott and Chris McCormick going head-to-head again this year. I think somebody emailed saying they may have done, but they did last year, and yep. it wasn't really much of a contest. Um, Macca kind of cleaned it up, as you'd expect. Yep. So, um, yeah, very, very tough race. If, again, if you're looking for a, for a big challenge, you've done a few Ironmans, and you want something a bit different, sign up for this one. Apparently it's very, very cool. Um, very, very tough. Slow race. Yep. Peter Verusik won, um, won it last year. And They're not doing it. Remember a couple of years ago, the, the teams. Oh, where well, you get a hundred thousand yeah, for um, for taking going sub, sub eight, eight hours, and we of course we had that team a few years ago that would have absolutely caned and it. And the marathon runner just blew. blow his beans. Yeah, he, he normally ran like a two thirteen, didn't he? And he yeah. ended up running like a three. Yeah, so <laughs> that was pretty entertaining. So get on there, silver man. It was seven and a half hours, wasn't it? No, yeah. you just got to break eight hours. Really? Yeah. You know, but what? on a it's a very very tough oh, course. Oh, okay. So I mean, we they had the t- the Swedish team with um, Bjorn doing the bike, and I think maybe Jonas doing the swim, and somebody else doing the run. Yeah. And they were way over eight hours, and those guys, you know, Bjorn's pretty strong on the bike. Yeah. Yeah. So um, check it out. Okay, and then we've got the World Champs 70.3. Now we know we're an IM show, but mm-hmm. uh, we thought we'd cover this one. It's uh, you didn't really want to. Why, John? Well, I just think it's a bit of a non-event. Until they find a decent course, it's it's just going to be like a, an ITU World Cup race, I think, with um, a lot of drafting and just come down to a running race, which is which is uh, which is okay, I guess. But that's the way it's going to be. Well, is, uh, it, is it how seventy three is going to be? No, that's how flat courses are going to be. Okay. Flat championship courses where the field's very very strong. You just it's unlikely you're going to get many guys to swim run a race. Yeah, swim, well, they're not going to bike. I'd say it's unlikely they're really going to bike away and be able to hold on when the others are all sitting in a pack. Okay. So, yeah, we've got... Um, it's also tough to tell who is actually going to turn up. They've got a pretty big list of names here. Yeah. Um, but you never know who's going to turn up. We've got Joanna Lorne, we see, is, is down there. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how she can sort of go after a, a little bit of a So who are we thinking? Who are we thinking of the girl with Cosmo? 
Erica, uh, I think it's Choma. Choma. She could certainly be out there. Leander Cave on the girls' side of things as well. I'd expect to see her up amongst it. Nina Craft's um, going to be there. Rebecca Keat, Nina Craft. Kate like, Major. Um, and then you've got to look out for some of the short course girls like Becky Lavelle um, sort of stepping up and Joanna Zyger, she does a bit of everything. Sandra Wallenhorst is down there. Um, Chrissy Wellington's down there. I'm not sure if she's racing or not. So again, you've got all these, a lot of entries, but, but who's going to turn up is, is another mm, thing. On guys' side of things, well, you know, Chris, imagine if Chrissy and Craig took it out and they owned both titles. Well, I thought I read somewhere just before I came around today that Craig wasn't going to be racing. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it would be prestigious. Um, Oh, we've got to do it. Oh. What? No, number four there. Remember, number four? Remember I got the music? I, I forwarded you the link to, to the music. Oh, I don't have the music on. I don't oh, know where okay. it is. We'll, we'll talk next about time it. we'll do it. Yeah, next time okay. we'll do we it. We won't say the name then. No. Okay. Andy Potts, number number one. Number so one. So I wouldn't be surprised if he took it out. Also, Peter Robertson, I see, is down there. He oh, could do, he could really? Do anything on the day. I wouldn't be at all surprised. He's a nut bar, eh? Right? He's a bit of a. He's a bit of a. He'll go for it. You yeah. Know? He won't. There's no He won't die wondering. Yeah. Uh, so lots of good guys. How do you race like that all the time. Well, he's just a, a short course guy. He just goes out there. Just goes. I've got a certain amount of time. I can redline it, and then I'll probably blow up. And uh, I may make other people crap in doing it. Exactly. Yeah. You've also got Terenzo Bazzoni there. He, he's certainly going to be a threat, and he's been one of the form horses on the, yeah. the circuit this year. So hard to pick that one. Mm, anyone else down the middle here? No. So 7.3 World Champs, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Other news, well, the big news this week was about the Team BB Girls Jumping Ship. So, what happened, John? We, you... we tried to get some inside gossip, but we pretty much got the, the party line, I think, didn't we? we yeah, we, although, we... Hillary did go on host side Twitch, did you read that? Uh, I think I may have done. But yeah. Basically, Hillary Biscay, Belinda Granger and Chrissy Wellington have all left TB, Team BB. And they've moved over to be coached with Cliff English. Yeah, who's he? He's Sam McGlone's coach. And I also believe, and this I think could be where there could be some complications, I think he's her husband. or McGlone's uh, husband? Yeah. Yeah, I said to recall that her husband trained her. Yeah, yeah. so that, that could be interesting. Um, it sounds like they're, they're going to move and it's going to be a similar sort of setup. So that one of their big focuses was to keep that sort of training group yeah. Which, which they really thrive on. So I think that's going to probably work well for them. It sounds like a big part of the reason for moving on was sponsorship because Team BB... Yeah, well, that's what, that's what um, it sounded like on Slow Twitch with Hillary. Mm. Yeah. Because they're, they're sort of trying to... They sort of gave athletes when they started it a bit of freedom to have their own personal sponsors and each year I think they became slightly more restrictive and they told them they were going to do that. Yeah. Um, but I think these guys have sort of decided, well, you know, we, we're really, our earning power is really going to be restricted here. So yeah. I think that was one of the reasons and Hillary's also said that it was sort of time for her to move on anyway. It wasn't a personality clash, but yeah. she'd been with that coach. They had a three-year plan and exactly. that was the goal. And but it is... It was very PC, their, their answers, weren't they? You know, they definitely... They didn't really reveal much. No, but... Yeah, you, you, but you, you do. That's what you do. Isn't you it? wouldn't think that all three of them had a major personality clash with Brett Sutton because, especially Chrissy, she just spoke so highly yeah. of him. So you'd have to think it would be more dollars and, and so on, and, and maybe just looking for a little bit of a change in environment. So, so what would how Team BB's feeling right now? Well, they, they, I saw a press release that they put out, and they um, because there's been so much gossip about this, and they said, you know, the Team BB thing is it's in the development squad. Yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Let's be honest about that, this. If you got Chrissy Wellington, line. you know, the world champ in your team, what does that do for your team? It brings in so much exposure to the team. You lose mm. your star because the sport's stars, isn't it? Mm. And so you lose the star of the sport because Chrissy's probably the biggest star in our sport at the moment. I think so. And uh, you know, you lose her, and it's like, well, that's got to hurt the brand. Oh yeah. 
yeah. And they really had establishing a brand, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, so. Um, we, we heard other gossip, and I don't know if this, the, the Team BB was going to fold. It certainly doesn't look, that, that. Didn't, doesn't look that way. No, it I don't looks think like it pretty strong. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be an interesting one because all three of them had amazing years. Yeah, you know? under um, the May, yeah. Hillary had her best year either. Belinda, yeah. great race in Canada, had a very strong year. And Chrissy is obviously, she doesn't know any other way. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be uncharted territory for her, not so much for the other girls. Um, and then you've got the issue, um, I think it could be the issue, is when you're being coached by somebody else's husband um i don't see there being he won't he'll be fair in terms of yeah, giving every time yeah. but you know it could create a bit of friction at some stage and so i see that as being a bit of a danger but um one thing i do know about those three girls is that they, they are really good mates you know yeah. what i mean like they're tight as friends so um yeah very interesting to yeah. see what happens there you know as i've said in the past um part of the reason why Team PB is so successful is they just totally believe in what they're doing and yep. they just go, right, we're doing it, we know this is going to work yep. and they're going to something new so it'll be, oh, shit, are we doing the right thing here? Yeah, well um, there must be doubt in their mind, Yeah, you know, surely. And, uh, Especially because they've had success. To leave the thing that's gave you success, it, it takes confidence, doesn't it? When you see people changing coaches when things are going badly. Yeah. And um, it's always tough for a coach taking on an athlete when they're in a real crapper of yeah, a time. Yeah. Uh, the other interesting thing that I read was um, Chrissy was maybe going to focus on the Olympics. the Olympics. Yeah, in 2012. So I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't think? I, I think she. I think she's got certainly got the talent to qualify for the Olympics and be there. Yeah. I don't. I just don't think she's. It's. It's a big big difference yeah olympic distance racing versus uh ironman racing ironman racing you, do, you need to be a worker and you need to have the right mental application short course racing is much more about talent and speed and yeah. uh do you, do you don't think she's got that i think she's got enough as i said to qualify but to compete with people like snowsaw and stuff i doubt it but I'm happy just for her to prove me wrong, but her, yeah. her one try at Olympic distance this year was an absolute failure, and that wasn't even a very strong field. Yeah. So um, she'd have to do a lot of work. Well, it would be interesting as well, because she's saying she's going to stick at Ironman for a couple of years mm. first, and then maybe look at it later on. So she's going to do it. She needs to jump on board now, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah. yeah. So. Although it does go for your argument that the Olympics may be more important. Yes. Yeah, I, have to, <laughs> I, have to, I have to put that forward, you know. Uh, okay, Kiwis kick ass in the World Cup. Uh, both, what are we talking about here, John? Just a little bit of ITU use <laughs> because we're uh, we're Kiwis. We had a double win in Mexico last weekend. Sam Warner took out the men's and Chris Kimmel took out the women. So how did you end up getting the more ranking for the world? Well, it's because it's based on World Cup races. and um, So it's just points per race? Points per race. Does she race a lot? or She, she did more races than, than other girls and being an Olympic year, people like Snowsill, she focused more on, say, like the big money yeah. races in the States, so she probably only raced two or three times. So it's good on her. Is that, so she should be proud or she should, it's a bit of a mock year to get it? Uh, she should be proud. It shows you're a consistent athlete, but probably what she's more concerned about is it's a big paycheck. Oh, did she get, did she get money for that? Did Top she? 10 in the world for Olympic distance at the end of year rankings get bonus there's a two, oh. $250,000 bonus spread across top 10 top men and obviously women. number one person gets the most yeah so she'll probably get you know by moving from number two or three to number one she'll probably get I don't know maybe an extra 10 15,000 US which is oh, a big okay. deal for, for yeah. a triathlete yeah and she's 37 yeah you know in short course that's awesome eh yeah no she's still doing very very well yeah. and she's talking up possibly going through to London do you think that's possible uh, again, I think she's certainly got the talent to be there, but I wouldn't think she'd be a medal contender, whereas this time around she was a medal contender. Yeah. She blew it. She blew it. John, you were a little bit angry with her, didn't you? I didn't get angry with her. I just No, no I didn't get angry at all with her. I just, uh, 
she could have done better, but that's the Olympics. That's the Olympics. Pyrenees Multisport have done something pretty impressive, and I don't know what that is, John, so tell me about it. Some camps coming up at Pyrenees Multisport next uh. season. You've got to be in to win. Got to be in to win, John. Um, I really like what they're doing. <coughs> they're working with Challenge Barcelona, which is going to be the new Iron Distance oh, race down there, which is really cool. They're putting together um, a little bit of a training centre in... Celia near Barcelona. Oh, great. And Pyrenees Multisport are joining up with them doing a camp from the 21st to the 28th of March. You go to PyreneesMultisport.com for more details. Um, excellent idea for an early season camp because you guys in the UK and in different parts of Europe, crappy weather during that time, you need to be doing some volume. If you're training for something like Barcelona or, or an early mid-season Ironman, good opportunity. Seven-day camp, they're charging 690 That's euros. A- that's it's, a deal. It's a deal and a half. <laughs> Less than a hundred euros a day. And that's um, that's what food, combination. Yeah, check it check it out in Pyrenees Multisport. What it includes, but six hundred ninety. Um, less than hundred bucks a day. Yeah, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Get on there. And they've also got their regular iron um, okay. camps. Yep. One in May and also one in August. August yep. and they're sort of all around the Pyrenees and you head Man, up to Foreign If you're in Europe, just, just get on it. Yeah. Just get on it, John. Pyrenees Multisport, Iron Camps, two of them, and their early season tri camp in Barcelona. Barcelona. Okay, hot topic of the week. It was a big one this week, and hot topic is brought to you by Arta Tri. Remember the discount code IMT? They got a new before, didn't they? 78. With the IM, he knew. He did. Yeah, he picked it. <laughs> IMT78. Uh, and you get a, a free t-shirt goes to. We're oh, going to decide. Oh, we're going to decide a free t-shirt. Okay. And uh, so go on there, check, check it out. They've got some really great clothes. They've got awesome clothes, actually. Best clothes in the world, John. You're wearing yours. I actually don't think you ever wear anything else. <laughs> Seriously, I don't at the moment. I've got, I've got a fair amount of uh, athletes, not athletes, gear. Um, out of try. Out of try gear. Okay, so this week's discussion, let's get into it. It's a controversial one again. It was a very controversial one, and it was really interesting reading you guys. Lots of people commented, first of all, and we've got some really good perspective on things. So you want to go first? So yeah, the topic was, um, we obviously have changed our name to IM Talk from yep. Ironman Talk. Um, should we have had to do that um, and what's your sort of take on that so my first one was from uh, Daniel Ward no it's wrong that WDC made you change your name but perhaps if John had not antagonised them with his scathing emails and criticism you may not have uh, alerted them uh, their attention to your podcast and slipped under the radar <laughs> lots of people have unofficial websites bearing the name of their favourite artist um, but you just put up a disclaimer saying it's not an official website and they are not threatened with legal action well, we keep up the good that. work we did do that but yeah, um, it didn't really work didn't, didn't really work <laughs> uh, Rob Chance says this is really getting out of hand Mike how do you say one Larandi Larandi like yeah. recently got a letter from the mighty Iron Man Corporation lawyers regarding his site www.opentry.com do you go to that site? no I haven't uh, been there I might pull up while we're talking uh, to change the name of various groups that folks had started which contained the words Iron Man and featured logos from the races they demanded that we change their names for those groups or that they would sue them I suppose they think you guys are a threat because you might want to start your own podcast or well, they have got their own podcast mm. however I bet theirs won't be free no they do have free one uh, you need to change the name to the best talk about Ironman distance races I wonder if you could do that mm. it'd be legally correct I think finishing an Ironman is becoming more of a like a Disney World ride as soon as you get off the ride over and filtered into a room where all sorts of merchandise to buy. That's kind of true, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I guess there's nothing wrong with someone making a little money. I see the efforts in trying to protect their trademark. That'd be interesting if you actually finish an Iron Man. They try and to sell you something as you're going through this. Probably make good money. Probably, probably a good marketing campaign. But do you want to buy the special edition finishes t shirt? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just take me to the medical tent. Um, 
This is a good one um, from Troy at Athlinks. It's quite a long one, but I'm going to read it all out. Um, I've always heard oh, no, it was a people started going on about cougars and manthas. Apparently, a mantha is a male version of a cougar. Oh, I was going to say that then, but it's okay. You can go. Okay. Anyway, I'll leave that last bit out. Um, here is Troy's take on it. Uh, while I think the WTC definitely went about this, uh, about handling this the wrong way, the reality is they had had very little choice. They licensed the MDOT and IM brand to dozens of companies, and they are contractually obliged to protect their brand not in not only for themselves but for the guys at Timex and others who pay to use their name and logo. Granted, John and Bevan um, weren't using the logo and never claimed to be affiliated to the WTC. But if I'm Timex, I'm wondering why I'm paying so much money to license the name and Iron Man Talk is getting a free ride. There is a high risk reward um, slash reward when you start making money by licensing your brand. They get to make the money, but sometimes it makes you behold, beholden to the wrong crowd. In this case, for instance, they lose because John and Bevan are better um, at getting the message out there and they're far more sympathetic figures than WTC, Timex or other licensees. In the end, I'm sure that WTC sees it as a chance they are willing to take. They st- uh, still sell out every North American event and will continue to do so. One question of having Bevan and John become the official podcast of WTC, I would personally be disappointed by that. There is no way that they could allow the podcast to exist in its present state. Whether by mandate or influence, the product would change and that would uh, break my heart. Break my heart. John and Bevan are with me on all of my long runs and I've never done an iron distance race. I wish that Iron Man Talk could remain, but I know that it's been a cause of stress for the guys for quite some time now and I'm happy that they're able to move on. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, isn't it? It gives, uh, gives the other side of the argument. Yeah, in the legal case, this is from Graham Farr, Starbucks attempted to get a small cafe owner to stop using the name Double Shot for his calf, claiming that they had the rights to the name Double Shot on one of their chilled coffee based tastes like shit products <laughs> one of the cafe regulars was a lawyer he challenged Starbucks and they backed down the cafe owner got to keep the name maybe one of your listeners could do oh we don't really care so much about that uh, I have one I have to agree that John and Bev are probably not sitting back in the luxury penthouse raking in the millions on the back of their use of the Iron Man name indeed things are almost certainly stacked in WTC favour in that they get a great publicity from the show and it doesn't cost them a penny Starbucks WTC both providing how much of a bully the man is, or proving how much of a bully the man is. The WTC is a dangerously out-of-control monopoly. Uh, oh, sorry, is it? Uh, is it time for a more rival iron distance races such as Roach to start providing serious competition to the WTC? With a global recession on the cards, WTC may find fewer people willing to part with lots of money to enter their events, and this could help the growth of cheaper iron distance alternatives. Yeah, that's a really good point, isn't and it? We have got that cheaper alternative with uh, the Great Floridian this yeah, year. Yeah, So it's your choice. Yeah, okay. Um, this was just a short one from uh, Brett Whiteley. Uh, hi, guys. Another week passes with more thoroughly thought-provoking arguments. Oh, like it's because it's an intelligent audience. It is. You know, we're wise people. Um, well, I have another slant, as my original Iron Man talk jersey has now become a collector's item. Nice. Thanks, WTC. Yeah, thanks for getting in early. Okay, Paul... Uh, how's that one? McLaughlin? McClelland? Uh, McClellan. McClellan. Okay, ha, just chill, guys. Let WTC bang the drum and shout. This is bad publicity for them. I-M-H-O. Which one's that? I don't know. A large percentage of triathletes uh, after going for the Ravazimitaz of big MDOT events are happy to go with non-WTC events, and I hope this will continue and contributes to the trend. A better distance would be a name discussion. for the name. A discussion for the name would be WTC. How about Iron Distance in Our Time, which stands for basically idiot. Nice. Uh, final one for me, Kevin Burgess. 
I think that it's better that you don't have Iron Man in your title. It will allow you to differentiate your brand and give you more freedom to take the podcast wherever you want to go in the future. So that also, although, although it may be an additional cost up front to change everything around, it may pay off in the long run. And that's kind of the angle we were taking. Yeah. Um, lastly, just totally unrelated, this is Ross Muir. <laughs> Your male version of a cougar is a mantha. Mantha. Didn't know that. I'm not a mantha. No, I'm You're not a mantha. No. no. Okay, then. so John, your thoughts. John gets a little bit angry sometimes, so I'm interested in his thoughts. Just taking my sip of water so I can uh, carry on for the next bit tense at times. 35 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bevan and I were actually talking before the show about another business dispute that I've currently got. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I completely agree to a certain extent what Troy was sort of saying that. Um, you can certainly see their side of the argument in terms of protecting their brand and so on and I understand all that stuff and perhaps we could have chosen a different name but we could equally argue that we've got something that's a bit different Um, what really disappointed me was again just the way that they handled it Um, if they'd come to us and said look guys we're really sorry we sort of need to need you to change the name we've got to protect our brand maybe we can work together in some way and we can do something and if they'd been really polite about it and so on we probably would have been a lot more understanding and said oh, okay that's yeah, fair enough yeah, well, yeah. But instead instead they just get their lawyers to send us a bloody um threatening letter yeah. and that sort of uh got under my skin a little bit so i think that's the main thing that annoys me um we've got a product now that doesn't really matter if we change the name it's everybody subscribes so it's um it's fine i don't think it's going to affect us and it does give us that freedom that we don't have to worry about this ever happening in the future if we we, you know got a million listeners every week then then they'd be able to have uh, 500 people off so (laughs) so um i think that's um yeah, they've, they've annoyed us a bit, and that's probably going to affect the way we sort of feel about them in the future. And if they'd handle it better, um, it would have been a better outcome for everybody. Is that, is that all you have to say? I think so. Oh, originally, um, when we first were going to do it, Bevan was actually Oh, yeah, it's my fault, isn't it? No, it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. Oh, was it? Because you, you, you were suggesting we call it Iron Talk. Oh. And, I, and I said, oh... I think yeah, it might be confusing, and it'd be much easier to people to find if we have the word Iron Man in it. Yeah. So yeah, so we did we did use it for exposure, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so for me, the thing I find disappointing is that I find that on the show we're becoming a bit anti Iron Man, and I and I don't yeah. like that. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if anything, when when I. They're doing harm to their sport because people who are passionate about their sport mm. are becoming a bit anti it. Mm. And the thing is for them is that they don't really have to worry about the seasoned athletes or the pros because their money is the one and doneers. Yeah. You know, it's the people on the video who have the amazing story. You know, it's watching Rick and Dick Hoyt and it inspires people who to maybe do triathlon one or two years and, you know, do an Ironman. And, and that's their core income, isn't it? You know, mm. at the end of the day. And so they can kind of be a bit, you know, not have great relationships with maybe the more passionate people about the sport and they're still going to be a great business. Mm. And for me, I just find I don't want to have this this kind of stigma where we don't like WTC. I, I want to be able to say, you know what, they're doing a great job here and they're doing a great job here. And you know what, we'll pull them up when they're not doing a great job. But yeah. at the moment, it's like the, the way they're treating people when, you know, like people are out there doing things that are going to promote their sport. Yeah. You know, like Rob's friend doing that website. And there's lots of people out there who are promoting Ironman. And, you know, Ironman Talk was as a brand a great thing for Iron Man mm. and you know IM talk is the same thing so it's still going to keep going but you know and legally a company actually has to protect its brand it's, otherwise yeah. they lose their brand things like Iron Man talk they probably could have got away for letting us do our thing you know yeah. like we, we weren't actually putting on races you yeah. could easily say you know well, it's a totally different thing and you know legally maybe you know they could have done it but I think they probably could have got away for not doing it and never would have hurt them mm. um, so for me I just think what they're doing and doing these types of things is 
they're kind of starting to create a negativity around their brand with the core audience, with the, the passionate people. And that, at some stage, that can come back and bite you in the bum. Yeah, well, you know, like at this stage, wrote the Challenge Series is the only people who are a serious contender. And, and you know what? They're probably five, ten years away from really being a serious contender. And mm. um, But, you know, like five, ten years from now, that could be a real issue for them. And, uh, you know, the difference is you, know, you deal with Felix. And, you know, we probably are probably quite favourable with him. But the thing is, he makes it really easy to be favourable with you. Yeah. And, you know, if I had uh, WTC treated us like they did Felix did, mm. you know, they'd get a lot greater PR for yeah. the races. And it's like... In Redfield, it's just about relationships. It's the relationships you build, eh? And, and mm. they basically uh, try to have the iron fist, whereas someone like Felix says, hey, we're a great community, let's be mm. a part of it. And mm. it's like... But if, if you went out and called your event a challenge, you know, I'm going to run a challenge triathlon in my area, yeah. he'd probably come down on you. Yeah, but if he had a challenge, if we said this is a challenge podcast, I'm sure he'd go, you know what, great, go for it. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And it's like, I think they just try to control every aspect of what they can make money from. Mm. And um, sometimes it's good for your brand actually say, so, you know what, the more people who are in my community, the better it is for my brand. And so, mm. um, I, I, you know, I just, I'm finding it a little bit frustrating because I don't want to be always going hard on WTC. Mm. Like, you know, they do do a great job in so many areas and I just don't yeah. think they help themselves out in One that. thing we're, we're noticing in New Zealand is um, there's a huge women's phenomenon in terms of doing triathlons and getting involved in entry-level yeah. ones. And I think they maybe rested on their laurels a little bit and now it's going down really quickly. Is it really? It's still good numbers, yeah. but, you know, at a race a couple of years ago that might have got... 1,500 people and sold out and yep. maybe getting 500. Oh, is it dropping back? And that it? could be the issue. If, if the Ironman fad starts to to shrink a little bit and then you're stuck with your, your regular hardcore, as you're saying, that yep. could be a bit of an issue for them. So, yeah, we're going to move on. And, and as Well, I think the thing is, let's say five, ten years from now, challenge is really strong. Mm. For the you know, for if they have a brand that people can recognise that aren't Ironman athletes, mm. then if they'll go to their mate who does an Ironman, and which race will you do? Mm. And it's you know the core. These are, we are those people, and so at that time, if WTC have kept kind of like hurting our relationship, we're going to go. Well, you should do a challenge race because they really mm. look after you, and they, mm. you know, like I know if someone were to say do Ironman Germany or Ironman the challenge, I probably would favour of challenge and I haven't done Germany so it's, unf- it's an unfair decision but it's mainly just because of the way I've been treated by a challenge organisation yeah. so yeah. there mm. you go I am talk from now on oh, but we love we love your guys passion so keep it up this week uh, our topic is scroll down Bevan it was Sean, it was porno Sean of the porno yeah and he was just saying uh, was, I pulled it off that uh, suggestion nice. we had. what's the best thing an organiser has ever done at a race Hmm. It's a bit heavier this week. Yeah, <laughs> it's just some love this week. Exactly, it's been a long news. It's nearly and forty minutes of news. The winner for this week's comment is going to go to Troy from Athens. Oh, nice. So we keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Troy, you got to put put a picture of you up on the uh, on. There we the go. Yes, yeah. there we go. Love your work. Okay, so that's this week's discussion. Age Grouper of the Week. Good old Nancy, Nancy Gibbon, sent through this week's Age Grouper. She goes, I'd like to na- nominate my mate, Jason Maurice, mm-hmm. from Fairfield IA. Where's IA? What would IA say? I know it's a state. No, I guess. Uh, no. Illinois? No, uh, Illinois. No, um, Someone I- Iowa, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Iowa? Yeah. yeah. His age group of the week. He raced his first Ironman in Wisconsin on September the 7th. It's my mom's birthday. Nice. Yeah. I'll just think about that for a second. Okay. And broke the age group record before the course with an hour swim, a five hour ride, five hour four ride, 
and a three-hour, two-minute marathon. He crossed the line 11th overall, first in his age group, breaking the course record for the 20-24 age group. Jason is 22 years old and did his first Ironman in nine hours, 15 minutes. It's a pretty solid that, debut. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. In addition to this great time, he also won the Ironman Amateur Division with a half Ironman of four hours and six minutes and a fifth-place win in at the... High V. Uh, Demoyes, is that how you say that? Demoyne? Yeah. yeah. Olympic try worth a time under two hours. Jason has shown himself to be an awesome triathlete at any distance. It's very solid to have three different distances there and perform very well at them. Yeah, at 22. At 22, too. first Ironman, 9.15 on Wisconsin, which is not a fast course. Okay, so this, this guy's obviously pretty talented. And, you know, like 22 and to be able to pull off those times, where's he best to focus his attention? Halves and Ironmans, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, I think he'd get he'd, he'd be able to finish high up in fields and yep. te- and he'd be able to test himself against the pros. Yep. Whereas if he we went to the Olympic distance races, he's still always going to be racing age groupers, so he might finish yep. first age grouper. But he's not actually going to be able to test himself against the pros because they're doing a drafting race. Yep. So it's not not comparable. So yep. that would probably be what I would suggest. But not knowing Jason. Well, you just say you're 22 and he really does want to commit himself to Ironman. He's like another eight years from now. He's only 30. Yeah. If he's if you're swimming an hour for an Ironman um, race. Relatively, yep. you're a pretty pretty bad swimmer compared yeah. to say Olympic distance guys who are going to be swimming 45 minutes. Yep. So probably got hasn't got very much shot in making it as a, an ITU pro. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, half or fulls would probably be the way to go. Yeah. Well, it was awesome effort. Maybe it'd be wicked to put off something like that in your first race, isn't it? It's very solid. Uh, yeah. So Jason. Maurice, 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 you Maurice. are our age group of the week. It's a beautiful thing. Do you want to do? Do you want to do website of the week before you do that? Oh, you don't have I one. Got a website. Oh, that's well, I'm going to put on some music, John. Here we go. You guys should be pretty excited. It's part two. It's part two. Wait a second. Here's the music. Coach's Corner. The country music's back. It's been a long time coming. Uh, part two. Part two. So a while ago we had... Well, we basically said we'd do a show on, you know... First-timers. First-timers. And, John, you've actually gone a lot more effort this way, haven't you? I have. Because it's, it's going to end up being how many shows? Eight shows. Seven or eight shows. So first time round, we did the sort of planning your season session. We've actually got a question at the end of the show on that, but we'll come to that later on. It's going to be a long show, but that's all good. Um, I will get through this pretty quickly. So it's ba- today's one is basically training for the swim. Oh, good stuff. Um, the first point I really want to make with this is... This is really pitched at people, first-timers, yeah, swimming, first swimming is not going to be your strong point. Um, okay. If you come from a swimming background and getting through the swim is not really going to be that much of a drama and you just need to work on your biking and running, pretty much um, don't ignore this section, but you don't need to worry too much about it. Oh, I'm sure there's some gold in there for everyone, John. There is some gold for you everyone. Know? Yeah. Um, so really, the overall objective for the swim, if you're doing it the first time round and uh, you're just aiming to finish the race, is just to exert the least amount of energy you can getting through the swim and not worrying about the time very much at all um, okay you see with a lot of athletes they really thrash around the swim and they probably come out of the swim you could wear your fins as an option you could wear your fins <laughs> if you want to make it a little bit easier but thrashing around gaining you know one two three four five minutes is really not going to affect yeah, your overall time energy, yeah um, so you just need to get in there chill out minimize the amount of energy you put out and save your energy for later in the day um so, uh, you know, what's going to determine your, your finish time is going to be how well you sort of cope in the final third of the race, and that's dictated by pacing, nutrition, etc. Okay. So, when it comes to planning your build up, 
this is a pretty key thing that I believe in and it's what I'm working with with certainly one of my athletes at the moment is as we discussed the main build up is probably going to be somewhere between 16 to 18 maybe as much as 20 weeks long in terms of your main build up where you've got to try focusing on on triathlon and generally that's going to be for most people over the sort of summer months um so the main thing before you start that is I believe you need to be able to swim 3k straight um without dying basically so you don't so that's what you're going to work towards yep okay and you and say you're off season you need to build up so you can do that if if you can't if you can only swim like a k or maybe 2k and that is as much as you can do when you're starting your 16 week build up it's going to be a real hassle worrying about your swim all the way through the build up um you know that that time needs to be spent on focusing on your overall endurance on your your strength practicing race um so so you're saying that basically let's say a year out from now you decide you want to do an ironman within that first six months to eight months before the race yep. you really want to be building up your swimming to the point where you can be through case exactly and so it doesn't have to be fast you just gotta be able to swim be able non-stop to do it. so if, if yep. you're in, if you're in north america or if you're in the uk or somewhere in europe and you're looking for a middle of the season um, race next year say june july or something like yep. that um now is the time when you want to go right swim base. screw the bike screw the run yep. i'm going to up until Christmas, I'm just focusing on my swimming, and uh, and I just want to get it so I can do 3K. So Alex, you know, remember Alex yep. from the camp, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. from Keep Greece. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that I coach, very weak swimmer. Um, he can probably maybe swim about 800 to K at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's done a half Ironman, but he really battled to get through the, yeah. the swim in that. So you know, and he's looking to do Frankfurt next year. The plan is, I was speaking to him yesterday, I said. All we're doing is swimming. swimming. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, you know, we're going to do a tiny bit of biking, a little bit of running, but up until Christmas, it's just swimming, and we've just got to get you to a stage where you can do the distance. Yeah. And I don't care if it's going to take you an hour forty-five to do the swim, yeah. which you probably will. Yeah. Yep. You just got to be able to do it and not burn too much energy. So, Great. So that's sort of the the, the 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 overriding theme of this is you need to be able to do that before you start your build up. Cool. Um, once you get into your your main sort of build up. Um, so 15 to 20 weeks out, I generally suggest that you, you, you know, you're pitching for about three swims a week. Um, okay. If you're uh, a particularly weak swimmer or if, you, if you're doing heavy amount of training, four swims per week is, is good. Um, uh, you want to get around three? Around three. Two is enough sometimes or you want three? Probably three. Okay. E- even if you're a strong swimmer, I think three swims a week is required yeah. um, at, you know, at the moment I, for me for example I only, was only doing sort of one or two and my swimming was dropping off chronically really? Really? like big, so I've been big doing time. none so how's my going it won't be pretty <laughs> when you get back in so. no, not looking forward to epic game so amount of, amount of swimming generally want to be aiming for around about three per week um, I do find if you're sort of planning your, your build up in your season uh, it can be a really good time and we've talked about this before in terms of maybe having a swim focus week and that could be during that 15 to 20 yeah. week build up really good to time that is if, you, if you're planning on doing a half Ironman or a race that's going to knock you around a little bit during your build up the week after that was going to be an easier week anyway. Really good opportunity to get in the pool maybe five, six, seven times that week. You know what, I did that for Road and because mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't really swim a lot before Road. I did Epic Camp and I, I swam for a couple of weeks before that in an mm-hmm. easy swing on Epic Camp and I just really focused on getting consistent. So I swam four times a week consistently and then had a couple of big weeks in there and, you know, like Road was my best swim ever. You yeah. know? And so, yeah. Same deal with me. Over there I wasn't swimming that far but I was swimming, you know, maybe a couple of k every day. Yeah. So consistency is good sometimes. Really good opportunity to, to to use your recovery time after a race effectively because you don't want to go out and hammer running or biking um, and get in there and, and swim regularly. It doesn't need to be hard. So um, that, that's how how often I think you need to be swimming. 
Other things when you're planning your build up, if you've sort of got a year plan in front of you, is uh, I suggest you schedule to do a time trial every month. Maybe a lot of people I say maybe like the first Tuesday of each month. Yep. You get in, you do a time trial of either one or two k, or maybe even longer, um, and then you can benchmark yourself to see where your where your swimming is at. Okay. Um, first timers, you want to be planning to swim uh, at least three point eight k continuously, um, open water uh, at least twice during your build up. Um, at least twice and the pool you want to be doing a long session um, each week doesn't need to be quite that long but you need to have at least two of those oh you want to do it twice well okay yeah just so just so you're feeling confident that you do the distance and it's just a case of getting through it just be aware of things that you need to do maybe you want to have help with there and stuff like that as well when you open water swim you can do multi-laps there's no problem with that you know if you've got a a little bay you can go and swim and do five or six laps that's fine yeah if you're nervous about swimming in large crowds, look to include in your um, season quite a few races, either aquathons or open water swimming or doing triathlons just as training days or doing them as teams. So you, you're really comfortable about getting bashed around. We're keeping you up, are we, Bevan? Oh, we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you need to get that practice of swimming in a crowd so it's not going to be a nerve-wracking thing for yeah, you. Yeah, because a lot of people are really intimidated by that, aren't they? Oh, Especially right, if you're right, not confident so. as a swimmer. You know, like, yeah. you know, you go from not being a really confident swimmer at all to jumping in with a thousand people. Yeah, and know? we'll probably talk about that in terms of race tactics on, on how to try to make it a little, uh, yeah, a little less stressful for you. Okay, so now we're going to plan our season, John. What are we going to do there? Planning your sessions. Oh, sessions, sorry. Um, if you're going to be swimming um, three times a week. Okay, let's base it on that. And base it on that. you just got to always keep in, bear in mind that uh, the swimmers is really only going to take ten percent of your around about ten percent of your time when you're doing an Ironman race. And so it's when you've got your most energy too. It does. So yeah. your top end speed is not going to be super important. So hammering yourself day in day out in the pool, um, it might it's likely do some good things for you, but it's also going to compromise some of your other training. So if you yeah. say swim in a squad. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, every session's a hammer session. Yep. It's really going to compromise your biking and running. So I'd suggest you know, only hammer yourself once a week. Um, if you're swimming three times a week, I'll be suggesting doing one interval session. And I'll give a few examples of an interval session in a moment. One session... Um, you really have done your P's, haven't you? I have. I'm well, very I'm, impressed. I'm using this as a... Um, like a book type of thing a, you do. Yeah. yeah okay, um, so I'm... Killing two birds with one stone. Nice. So one interval session, one session sort of which is more of a steady state um, swim with a good amount of technique work, and one distance session per week. Um, and when you're going through those summer months, that distance session every second week or so should be in the open water. If you're um, going to do a fourth session, what are you looking to add for the fourth? Probably a bit of a, a mixed bag. Okay. Um, and I've got one other point at the end of this that I'll say about force swimming as well. Okay, I we'll uh, look forward to that. When, when you do your open water swimming and, and, and your distance work, whether it be in the pool, make sure you practice um, some triathlon-specific skills. And this is what a lot of people don't do. So practice, if you're with other people, you're drafting. Practice your sighting so you can look for the swim yep. boys. Um, practice getting out in and out of the water. If you've got a race where that's required, like at Florida at the weekend, you had to get in and out of the water. That's quite tricky and yeah. it takes quite a bit of getting used to. How many legs too, eh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and practice your starts. So make sure you include those. So what I mean by interval sessions, um, the main things you want to be working on there is developing some different speeds and doing a little bit of hard work. Um, 
you want to work on doing some descending sets. So that means you're getting progressively faster as yep. you go through a set. You also want to make things triathlon specific as well and do some ascending sets, which means you're sort of getting a bit slower. So in a triathlon, you know, the first couple of hundred metres are probably it's going to be the go. fastest yeah, yeah. of the race. You need to practice that in swimming, whereas a traditional swim program is usually going to be aimed at giving you, you know, even splits and coming home hard because you've got complete control of your race, whereas in a triathlon you don't. So some main set examples, you know, of an interval session, you might want to do nine, nine times 200 metres where you go descending one to three, four to six, seven to nine. What yep. that means is you go, your first one's your easiest, your second one's faster, your third one's faster, and then you repeat that cycle so a couple of easy, times. So easier, I mean, faster in six. Yep. Yep. Um, similar sort of thing is maybe doing 12 100s where you might, this is a triathlon specific one, where you might go four 100s hard, four steady and then four moderately hard and yep. you have a rest after each hundred so that's sort of simulating going out hard chilling out a little bit in the middle and then bringing it home a little bit harder <clears throat> another example is six 150s six times 150 where you do 50 moderately hard to hard and then 100 steady to moderately hard again that's practicing getting out a bit quicker yep. and you follow that up with three 300s descend one to three so maybe we should put some of these just up on the website if you've got yeah, I will. Possibly. I won't do very many show notes this week. I'll just put this stuff on here. Okay. Yeah, not the whole thing. Oh, maybe we can post it on Athlinks. I'll post this on Athlinks. Right. Oh, wait, they're, they're reading. Could be the real estate agent. Okay, okay, oh, all right. Okay, pause. <laughs> and, well, happy year. Happy year, yeah. Yeah. Good. The house is nearly confirmed. Oh, just a couple more things. Oh, you're going to hear them from my house. <laughs> so that, that was some examples of interval sessions. What I'll do, I, when I go home, I'll post these sessions up on Athlinks, um, Athlinks under the Ironman Talk uh page so you gotta okay, go check it great. out there um some examples of what i mean by steady sessions um really good to mix these in with a bit of uh, technique so examples of that maybe doing twice through six times 50 drills and then doing six 100 meter times 100 steady yep. then 100 kick okay so and then mixing things up hey second example eight fifties doing kick drill 16 times 100 where you may be doing four steady one individual medley and then maybe finish off with a few more drills and then a third example, maybe going three times through, 200 metres drill, three times 200 steady, and you can maybe do some of that pull. Um, so, yeah, yep. as I said, I'll okay. post these up. And uh, distance, distance stuff. This is really either just doing straight swimming or trying to make long-distance swimming interesting. So maybe doing three 100s where you do one steady, one pull, where you're doing some hypoxic breathing, and then, then one where you're getting progressively faster for each 200. Another one, maybe going like a 400, then an 800, then a 1000, then an 800, then a 400, so sort of going up and down yep. and varying what you're doing in there, so mixing it up with a bit of steady, a bit of moderately hard, a bit of pull, a bit of paddle stuff as well. So just in summary, you want to aim for one interval session where you are doing a bit of harder swimming, yep. one session that's mainly steady with a bit of drills and technique, yep. and one session where you're doing distance work, Great. and the duration of that swim would also be a bit longer. Do you want to go on that fourth one yet, or you want to save it to the I'll, end? I'll save that to the oh, end. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, then, what about duration of the sessions, John? Uh, it kind of depends how much time you've got, but the main thing, as I just sort of said, is your distance session wants to be a bit longer, so you really want to be pitching for around about sort of 70 to 90 minutes for your distance session. Okay. The other ones, probably maybe about an hour, but if it's a little bit less than that, it's not the end of the world. That's but okay. ideally, say... You don't want to be doing half an hour, but do you? No. Only if you swing more regularly. Okay. So, so you're going to do a fourth and fifth session. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I'd say two times one hour and one times 75 to 90 minutes would be about right. Okay. How do you keep it interesting? Keeping it interesting.
always go to the pool with a written program okay. or, or having a firm program or in have, your mind. Or have a, a coach at the... Yep. Exactly. Uh, join a swim squad if possible, um, if you've if you yeah, got something appropriate. Yeah, huge for me. That's definitely what I need, need to uh, And finally, learning to use the, the clock and the watch. And we've t- talked about this in the past. So an example, if you say going to do eight times 100, you do them on, say, maybe on the one minute 45. That means you push off the wall. When you touch in after your 100 metres, you look at the clock and... You basically need to push off again when one minute forty-five. So if you're coming on one thirty-four, you get eleven seconds rest. Exactly. How'd you work that out? out right there and there, mate. Good work. I tell you. <laughs> and the other thing is to do do time trials to keep things interesting. Okay, swimming toys. You like them? Uh, you into toys? Toys. Toys are good, <laughs> but use them sparingly. Okay. So pool boys and paddles. Good, you know, um, pool boy is going to get your body position a little bit better. Paddles is going to give you a different feel for the water as well as giving you a little more strength. Yep. But don't use them all the time. People often put pool boy in and use it all the time, and you're just cheating yourself. So. Yeah, and you're not developing the strength in your core exactly. to hold your body up. So, so yeah. use them sparingly. Fins. Don't use, use them in the race. Don't use them in a race. Uh, good to use when you're doing drills and technique work. I'd suggest not using them at any other time unless you're focusing on that. Again, it's just a... What about for an intensity thing? Let's say you want to do a block where you really like it's about getting the heart rate up. Because um, they're harder, aren't they? Yeah, I'm talking here more on the specific build-up phase. Okay, if you're enough. going through a swim phase, yes, I would, but... Um, uh, for a newer person, it's not... No. Yeah, I'd say no. Okay. Kickboard, um, fine if you're doing a little bit of kick. Try to keep your head nice and low, so you can either put your head in the water or keep it pretty low. If you don't do that, your hips go down really low in, uh, in the water, and it's just a lot harder. Generally, don't use fins. <laughs> um, don't use don't use what don't fins. Use, oh, when you're kickboarding. Okay, yeah. yep. Okay. Um, there's, lo- there's lots of other little toys out there you can use. Most of them are okay, but the main at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm cracking up. You're advising not to use iPods when swimming. Why is this? You've got to focus on what you're bloody doing. <laughs> if, you listen, if you're swimming now, are you stop, biased? Are you biased take it off cases? and just cut focus on your swimming. So um, I, I suggest not using iPods when you're swimming. I suggest you should. <laughs> we have got a point of disagreement, which is, which is fine. Hey, if we agreed on everything, it would be a bit boring. Yeah, it would be boring, wouldn't it? Okay, what about wetsuits when, when you're coming up to it? Um, when you're buying a wetsuit, if you haven't already got one, I had this example at the weekend. Make sure you get a triathlon wetsuit, not a surfing wetsuit. I had a young guy who's reasonably talented at the weekend um, come along to a session. We broke the ice at the weekend at Corsia Bay. Oh, really? And um, he was wearing a surfing wetsuit, and I said, you know, that. Just go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. Come, 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 come back around to my place, and, I, and he bought a blue suit. <laughs> oh, nice business. <laughs> <laughs> so... And I, I do choose to wear a blue suit. Oh, wetsuit. dear, John. It's good to know. So, final point and this is where the, maybe the fourth or the fifth swim can come in, doing a bit of extra swimming can aid your recovery. So a lot of guys like to do maybe an easy 30 yeah, minutes I used to do that. on a yep. Saturday or Sunday yep. after their long Just session. Spin around. Gives yep. you a little bit of better feel for the water and, uh, and it can help your recovery as well. It's going to be a long show. Questions and answers. Let's, Jonathan Crick? Let, let, me, um, let me paraphrase some of these so we can uh, okay. get through a couple of them. We may edit a couple for safety. He doesn't like week. it while we keep on calling it It's because it's like the Muppets. That's why. And it is supposed to be pronounced Van... Vlerken? 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 Something like that. Anyway, we like it. So we're going to keep doing it. Sorry, Jonathan. We're friends. Your question was when you did the first part of the new Ironman series oh that's appropriate today which was excellent by the way yeah. um, referred to running blocks and cycling blocks do you mean that you don't do the other two sports at all or do you um, or are they add-ons say 10% of the week could you give an example of a bike block week um, 
give you an example of that if you typically rode you know during your season you maybe did three swims three bikes three runs i would say you'd want to increase that to five to six bike rides um and then probably one to two swims one to two bike uh one to two runs um, with your running you can get away with doing a little bit more you just add a couple of runs off the bike but the priority would be every week to do five to six rides and the others are bonuses and if you're going to miss something make it a swim or a run likewise with your running you'd basically just do the same philosophy nice uh, Daniel Roberts sent through an email he's in a bit of a hard situation it's maybe a little bit late to actually but no, I was in a couple weeks no. ago he's going to be doing Ironman Western Australia and he's about three months out from it and um, he's been training for three months but now he's got an injury that's basically for his ITB which means he isn't able to run now he's still not been able to run it's about seven that's put five weeks from the race now um, we can't run long what, should he still do the race it's kind of a personal uh, decision yeah, really yeah um, what you don't really want to be doing is going into a race injured um, yeah. where it's going to flare up and really cause you some issues so Generally what I would advise in this situation is you want to carry on getting yourself as fit as you possibly can, especially if it's a running injury, and um, do whatever running you can before the event, but just try to get yourself as fit as you can, and if it flares up halfway through the run, well, you're just going to have to try to get through it, yeah. but you don't really want to try training through it if it's not going to get, give, give it a chance to get better, um, because if it's, if, if, you know. Uh, well, a few things you have to do, you have to realise you're going to have to lower your expectations. That's a key one. Yeah, because you're not, if, you're going, if you haven't ran for you before your Ironman, you're not going to be running the whole marathon, are you? Mm. You're going to be walking a lot of the marathon, so, you know, if you're willing to walk a lot of the marathon, that's good. You know, you really need to get professional advice, you actually have to go see your doctor or your physio or someone mm. like that, and you need to listen to those people, because uh, if they're saying that that this injury is going to cause you to not be able to run for two years well it's not worth doing this race and so you know really go to your medical professionals and listen to what they say if they say you know what it's an injury that when it gets time off you know like for example I've got a bad quad at the moment but I'm working with my physio and he's like you can keep exercising it's going to take it longer to recover but it's not going to do any major damage so I'm kind of managing my way around the, the problem but you know if he were to say to me look if you keep exercising it's going to tear the muscle and you're going to be you know six months off well then I'd stop instantly and it's really important that at these times we listen to the people who can tell us yeah, yeah. try to go to a sporting somebody with a sporting yeah, line because yeah. some people do get frustrated when they go to somebody who doesn't have a sporting outlook if they go to maybe the general and last year, ask your local, tri- local triathletes mm. about that as well but Okay, Rachel, expectations is a key one that's Rachel Harris sent through a great email backing up because we've got quite a bit you got quite a bit of shit John didn't you we've got lots of emails people saying what's John doing doing a high five on magpies because he's a bit of a wuss yeah and uh yeah and Hell Tell's actually started writing us up some more because he was a little bit disappointed in your right life. but Rachel Harris sent through so after listening to your tips last week about avoiding magpies I wondered if you'd seen this video footage from the light the blighter the blighter that lives you know what I was writing down there the other day it's about took me out <laughs> at Mount Pleasant courtesy of Helmet Cam I thought your overseas listeners might develop an appreciation of what the little buggers can be like this video is gold isn't it it is brilliant and brilliant it is, it is exactly what it's like um, so we're going to put a link on www.imtalk.me and you're going to check it out and you're going to write to us saying you know what we were wrong <laughs> John, thank you for the information. Exactly. Um, ironically, the, I was out riding, and when I got back from my ride, that email from you came through with that on it, and I'd literally just been attacked by, by that exact what is it, the little blighter. Yeah. It's a top of Mount Pleasant. He just goes for it, man. Yeah, man. Well, he came up behind me, and I saw it luckily, and I was shitting myself because it was really windy. Because yeah. I was just, oh, like, yeah, and oh, but luckily he didn't go for me. We yeah. can, I'll, I'll put that one in the next uh, show. Which one is that? We can wait for that one? Yeah. 
okay. wait for the other ones as well. Okay. Oh, just Peter Cousins sent through a link to Dub 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 YouTube for it's basically a wrap up of Kona, a, right. a five ten minute wrap up, but it's really great. So, yep, a um, couple of quick ones. Duncan's got a photo of a mallet, you know, a triathlete with a mallet, gold. I'll put it on the website. Okay. And T Rex is sick of you giving Wellington shit. Well, if Wellington turns on a decent day when I turn up there next. Well, I'll, I'll give it some praise. The irony was that when he sent the email, he said, doesn't matter because this weekend Wellington's going to smash Canterbury in the rugby. What actually happened in that game, John? Mm, don't know. Yeah. Oh, I think Canterbury won, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. Who would to live in Wellington? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sponsors. Athlinks. Now, we had a lot to do with Athlinks this week, didn't we? Athlinks is all good. There's, uh, in the next, well, when we pull up site, it may have already happened, but basically in the next 48 hours, they think they're going to hit 50,000 um, signed up members. So. Oh. Thanks to you guys that have signed up. For the guys that haven't, get on there. Um, they're doing some bloody good things, so I want to bring them up when Bevan pulls it up today. Yeah. So a couple of things that they just wanted us to pass on to you guys was um, they were noticing that the I am Talk page, which is still Ironman Talk page, which we need yep. to change, uh, was a little bit slow in loading. Yep. They've, they've now fixed that, and it should be nice and quick. They're getting up to 50,000 members in the next 48 hours, they think. And there's going to be um, some new things happening with the results because what they've been finding is they've been posting um, results. You know, we, we commented a few weeks ago. We, they've been posting really quickly after events, yeah. and then the events go and you know, modify their results a uh. little bit. So what they're probably going to be doing, so don't give them any grief about this, is they might be just delaying um, slightly putting some results up so they can be the correct results. So they don't have to go and do everything um, two or three times nice. through. Nice. So just bear that in mind. But if you haven't joined up. Well, I'd rather accurate results than quick results. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So get on there, join up. Seriously, it's the best place where you can store all your results in one place. Um, and, uh, yeah, get Love on there, com. Well, it's an exciting time of this year because it's coming up Christmas time, isn't it, John? That's right. And if you're coming up Christmas time, you know what you need to do, Jonbo? You need to go to Coffees of Hawaii. Coffees of Hawaii. You know why? I'm going to do it. Get a coffee tin. Actually, I'm going to do it today. Yeah, because my dad loves coffee, and what I did when I was in Australia, because I knew my dad loved coffee. Yeah. So I said, "Oh, what kind of coffee you into, Dad?" Yeah. Because we were sitting down on the deck in the morning, beautiful sunrise. Bit of groundwork, and, eh? Yeah, I did my piece, and I said, "Dad, oh, what kind of coffee you like?" And he goes, "Any." <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's not gonna be that hard to choose. So what they have is they have the tin, don't they? Yep. Uh, gift giving. Gift gift giving. Yep. And you go to gift giving, and they can you, you, you can give a card, a gift card. But they actually have tins, and they have coffees, and then it's really well nicely packaged, and they've got different types of coffee you can buy. I think it's around thirty dollars, thirty forty dollars US for a tin. Um, yep, thirty six. Nice, thirty six yep. ninety five. But then if you put in your code. I am talk, isn't it? Yeah, you get a discount on that. You and discount? The, well, and you actually, in the tin, you have three different flavours, and you can actually change those flavours. Nice. So that's kind of cool. So you can actually specifically choose product that goes to the person you're trying to give it to, and you can also select what kind of grind it is. They get a whole bean, and then they can roast their beans. That's right, mate. Yeah, we've done that. <laughs> we have. We have done that. And another thing you can do, you can actually write a handwritten uh, message that goes on the gift, and it gets handwritten on the gift. Nice. So they're thinking of it all. So, okay. you know what? Get on to it now because this is the time of year to do it. I'm doing it today. Nice. Game on. Coffeesofwai.com. Beautiful. Okay. And then lastly, we have tribos.com. We just thought of that instantly together. We did. We? As Bevan said, you do really 
you know, if, if you're not buying anything at the moment, fair enough. But if you get on Try Buy's mailing list, um, we had a couple of mails oh, this last week. week good deals. With um, some specials that were, were coming out. So get on there and get on to their um, sign up to their mailing list. And then you, if you're not buying anything now, get onto it later. Yep. If you're in um, States, spend over 200 US, which is pretty easy if you're buying a wetsuit or something, uh, and free shipping. If you're outside the states and you're buying something larger or team up with somebody spend over 500 and it's free shipping anywhere in the world yeah and they've got some good deals at the moment Look at lots these of deals. wetsuit specials at the moment it's obviously end of the season for, for North America so they're obviously trying to get rid of some of their stock some amazing specials yeah. women's Apex 2 was 525 down to 367 wow that's cheap so yeah things like that big discounts on yeah, wetsuits yeah so get onto it if you're looking for gear get onto it now so our sponsors are com. Um, for all your stuff needs uh, social needs social needs coffees of Hawaii just get the gift and try buys discounts get the discounts okay John uh, quickly no more Ooh, bike jerseys monster show it's going to be like a 15 minute or one no more bike right. jerseys they're coming out uh, in the next couple of weeks we've got one name to give this week we actually have a couple of names picked up sorry we haven't been onto it we've just kind of been busy but we'll get those done not next week because I'm away but the week after next we're going to have a few names to list up but if you want to get us to Kona give a donation and we're going to give you an Iron Man talk name and we had James Styler uh, maybe even an I am, I am talk well we maybe two yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey transition John yeah. you know, it takes a while although I am pretty good at transitions apparently um, James Tyler and James Tyler always likes to write up for, he writes for magazines and stuff so I've called him James the Informer Styler nice and he actually gave us some um, product for us to try so I'll give it to okay. you after the show cool. yeah. and we'll talk about that in a later show so uh, the Informer James Styler anybody else who wants to donate to the show all that money doesn't go in our pockets it basically gets us to Kona so yeah, for our shows go to the homepage bottom right corner there's a little donate button and uh, if you Give us over $20 US, you go in the draw for winning a whole bunch of sponsors' prizes. One thing else that I'm going to announce today that's pretty cool, I am Talk Product. Oh, we're doing that today, are we? are doing it today. So check out the website. We've got, there's a company called Cafe Press, and they produce t-shirts and everything for you, and what? There's some classics on there. There's some classics. When you look at the t-shirts, always look at the back of the t-shirts, because I've put all these stuff on here, and there's one that John loves, don't you? Yeah. So, yeah, just bring it on. So check it out. There'll be a link on I am talk.me and you can just check it out and click on there it'll take you to our page and if you want to buy some product great and that'd be really cool get a coffee mug get a coffee mug yeah the coffee mugs are cool eh? (laughs) yeah the t-shirts just check out the my favourite t-shirt is the one the pink one for the girls and it goes I love John and Bevan on the back (laughs) (laughs) if somebody gets one of them and wears it around Kona next year I'm going to take a bag full of goodies you know the first person who buys it and puts gives us a photo of it we'll put it on the website because and they'll be getting something else as well okay we'll get a goodie because it's gold yeah. we should get it for our girlfriends yeah <laughs> or my wife maybe yeah well <laughs> <laughs> so what are you up to for the rest of the week mate I'm off on a camp tomorrow heading down to Wanaka and uh, should be good it means I get a little bit of training in get away for a few days um, and just uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it nice and uh, hopefully the house will be sold by the end of today have you got a house to move into because no. I've, I've got a spare room well, we put an offer <laughs> in my place uh, but we missed out on that yesterday which is a bit of a bugger it was quite a good place Trying to get, I was trying to get a bargain. I, was, I went in a bit low. Oh, I <laughs> went in a bit low. Got outbid. <laughs> never mind. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not paying full price. It's not full price time, is it? Yeah, it's bargain season. Time. So, Good time to be uh, buying. Other than that, um, there was a couple of other things I was going to say, but I can't really think of them right now. It's been a long show. So what about you, Bevan? You well, I must times? say, I'm doing striding on, striding on, and 30th of November in Christchurch as Ali Dennis is coming down to Christchurch if you're keen to come along there's not many spots left to be honest so um, give me an email at imtalk.com and uh, at gmail sorry at gmail 
Yeah, I'm in Um And you can come on striding on. It's about three and a half hour course. Really good, eh? It's very good. Yeah, okay. Um, what do I mean? I'm off to China. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to China. I've never been to China, so I'm really cool. looking forward to it. Got your, uh, got your gas mask and your, you know, your little... No, I haven't. Should I? Should I? No, not really. No? It's pretty polluted over there, though. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. I've never been to China, so that'd Beijing? be really great. No, um, what's Shang- that one? Shanghai? Shanghai, yeah. Going there, so uh, that's going to be really cool. You're not, you're not flying China Airlines, are you? No, Cafe Pacific. Okay, Cafe's good. Yeah, that, and they've got new planes too. Nice. Yeah. Never had an upgrade on them, but <laughs> got back on my bike, John. Nice. Got back on my bike, got blown off my bike once, got blown off the road. Oh, uh, could be more news oh, here. Here we go, back it up. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'll keep talking. No, here he is. Wait a second. It was the wife, she got the stroke. False, false alarm. <laughs> So you're back on the bike, did three hours, or did like two and a half hours, they killed me, but I've got to get fit for keep it camp, nice. so game on. That's Good pretty much stuff. me, mate. Let's finish this off. Iron Russ. Iron Men don't. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. kaha.